tonight on the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. I want my creative abilities to flow freely. Should I stay or should I go now? Gaming accessories for the win now. And now, the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. And we know you haven't been hiding under no rock. You've been listening to the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. The hippest, poppest gaming podcast around. You like how you ripped off of my <laughs> intro? I love I liked it. it. Yeah, he questioned us like whether we were ready, and then he stole yours, so he wasn't ready. Yeah, I, I totally it. Really good. I was actually just going to say gaming accessories for the win, but then the way he did that, I was like, hey, I can do something, you know. It was pretty right. quick. I'm proud of the quickness. Yeah. You know, yeah. other people probably thought it was pre-planned. It wasn't, guys. We're professionals. Yep. We just go so. on the cuff. We're kind of what you yeah. call, um, what are those called, uh, the on-the-spot guys? Hold on. Time out. I know you won the down-the-pike thing. Really, it was both, so it was an equal thing. But mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's off the cuff, not on the cuff. Is anybody... did, I say, did I say on the cuff? I thought I said off the cuff. Yeah. Pr- I think you did. We just go no, on the cuff. I thought I said off the cuff. I've All never right. said on Agreed the cuff. Ooh, well, if I did, it was my mistake. To the left, we got Ryan Maddox right here. What's up, guys? And then down below, we've got Hunter Venable. Oh, that didn't work. Hold on. <laughs> uh, for, the, for the audio podcast, uh, Hunter's pointing up. So, uh, yeah, Hunter's got a big week ahead of him. The Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. That's right, baby, and I couldn't be more excited. Yeah. I'm going for the Chiefs. Why not? People are go Chiefs, go. They're, they're losing. They're losing it over this thing. Are they? Are they? Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully they win. You know, the Chiefs, uh, they haven't won the Super Bowl in forever. So. 50 years, son. Yep. We yep. haven't been to the Super Bowl in 50 years. Yeah. I think. I, I think they like can that. pull it off. No, they haven't won one in 50 years. I, I don't know. I so if you, if you like those football video games, you need to hop on your, your Madden and... Uh, Start doing some Chiefs Super Bowl games. You know, That's right. Start practicing bro. your head. Get, to, get what you're going to say. Chiefs Kingdom. I appreciate it, Justin. My homie. Yeah. My homie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then we got Ryan um, over here. He doesn't really got much going this week. Although he did get a new mic, and uh, it sounds it sounds smooth. I don't even know what that means. He doesn't have much going this week. Not like, sure. Like you don't <laughs> have much going on in life in general. Wow. Yeah. I was Only helping three you out times there. more than either one of these guys. <laughs> <laughs> the most busy, unbusy person I've ever met in my life, Ryan. Oh, so tonight uh, I handed it over to Ryan to hit the news, and so he has some news stories for you guys. Some. We say that with a Before, question mark. And then yeah. Hunter's, Hunter's going to hit us with tips and trips. Tri- tips and trips. Tips and tricks tonight Hunter tonight. Taking a toke. Taking a toke. And we're going to talk about some tips and trips. Oh, wow. Oh, I see why you went with that. Okay. I, at first, I was like, wait a minute. Is there is there a game out there with tokens? No, 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 There's plenty of games with tokens in them, but. Yeah. Not the kind of tokens I was thinking when you said that. Mm. I see what you're saying. I see what you did there. I was joking token. Joking token. Sweet. Well, and then I'm going to hit us with uh, some gadgets and gifts, and I found some cool gadgets, gaming gadgets, so it'll be fun. 
We'll see. We'll see how it is because you know your definition of cool is different than me and Ryan's definition of cool. So this is true, most definitely. But what I'm really interested, folks, is can Ryan get through the news without cracking? <laughs> Guys, we're here with the news, and guess what? We're not going to talk about because I'm the one doing the news. Politics. Thank goodness. <laughs> this is a gaming and dadding podcast, not a not a politics podcast. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to start off here with, you know, kind of a tribute to Clint since he usually does the news, and he's the guy that's into the uh, the Blizzard Activision world the most. Actually, just the Blizzard world. Oh, I know where this is Activision. going. I already know where this is going. But uh, Clint knows where this is going, so I'm going to let him roll with it. We're talking about Warcraft 3 Reforged. Most definitely. People. People. People are uh, losing their minds over this game. Uh, What Clint is probably speaking to is the fact that the game is trash. Mm -hmm. uh, They did the Reforged. They did the whole, you know, obviously right now for uh, Blizzard, the big thing is kind of going nostalgic, right? Going back to the old school uh, World of Warcraft, which is like crashed the servers and made mm-hmm. it, you know, barely playable at times when it came out. It was such a big deal. And they're pushing some of these revamp type things. Uh, and so now they do the, the revamp of Warcraft, which people have been losing their mind over in excitement prior mm-hmm. to the release. After the release, quite the opposite. It's full of glitches and bugs and, and not at all what people thought. Even the, the way the matchups are put together are different than it used to be. And it's not nostalgic at all. It's really like a new game rather mm-hmm. than a good-looking version of the old game, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Uh, so people are, are not happy about that. That's just the icing on the cake for the story that I'm talking about right now because the thing that, that really caught me is, you know, Warcraft is kind of like Arma. It's, it's in a game in the, in the sense of it's all about the mods. It's like the custom games that people build out of Warcraft 3. That's what made Warcraft 3, like, the game of its time. Mm-hmm. We have multiple other games that came out of Warcraft 3 that were actually big-time sellers, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. uh, and became their own standalone games because of the ability of people being able to build custom games within Warcraft. Well, of course, everybody's excited to build some new custom games within the new Warcraft 3 um, with all the beautiful, wonderful graphics. Well, not so much anymore. That's because they came out with a uh, privacy policy and, and, you know, basically your terms and conditions and released that. And it is, uh, you could say, a little over the top. Um, They have all kinds of regulations, all kinds of stuff in there that's basically setting it up to where at any point in time, um, Blizzard has complete control over your customization and your custom game. So... They can completely shut you down without any forewarning. If they say, hey, we think that something about this is offensive, mm-hmm. they can um, take control over it to the point of changing it. Mm-hmm. If you have something in there that they disagree with or something like that, they can just adjust your custom game. Um, and then, you know, we actually see this for other games that are, you know, able to be modded and things like that to where there's, you know, obviously some regulation saying, hey, we don't want the kind of traction here that makes it, you know, what do you call it? Um, 
offensive to a bunch of people where people are going to purpose purposefully make offensive games and mods, which we'll be talking about a really offensive mod on another game <laughs> yeah, later yeah. that'll tie into this. And so I understand why they're putting some of those, those limits on there. Um, but in the past, if you didn't know from the original uh, Warcraft three, there were a couple big game developers that developed games out of that. Um, yeah. If I remember right, I want to say uh, Valve even developed one of their mm. big time games. I know there was there Dota and... Two. Dota Two was a big one. Yeah, Dota Two Real came successful. out of it. Yep. Hey, well, the only way you're getting shut down is if you're doing Liberate China maps. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we weren't going to go political, Hunter. Mm. <laughs> I had to do it. Uh, See, I stayed out of it. See, I was over here mm-hmm. staying out of the landmine. It's so. You know, some of the people are frustrated in the sense of uh, the ability to create stuff not being as free as it used to be, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, like some of the games that were real big in the old one that people were looking forward to making uh, was a uh, Pit My Mario Kart. Um, there's a game called DBZ Tribute. I don't know what that is, but it's one that was really liked back then. And then also mm-hmm. one called Anime Fight, which was built off of the Warcraft 3 Um and those three are pretty much not going to be able to be recreated due to these policies that are mm. built into the new one. Um, and so there's a lot of people that had a lot of intentions, not only to rebuild some of these games that were popular, but kind of to be in a race to get the most popular rebuild, right? Yeah. You know, because obviously they so want to be So very community-driven and people mm-hmm. were excited. Now, they and can so now still play kinda... Warcraft, origi- Warcraft 3 original. That's still out. Right. But, yep. Yeah, yep. They can still play the though. original and still still mod it and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff too. Uh, I'm pretty sure this agreement is only here with the new one. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, then, I think when the, you first, I think the biggest thing that they're doing here is what we discussed, what you mentioned earlier. I think they're really trying to make sure that nothing big comes out of this again, and they miss out on the cash. I think that's well. That wasn't so. Uh, give me I hadn't an even example. That yet. That I hadn't even mentioned that yet. That was oh. my next point. So, Sorry. <laughs> You're all right. The uh, The big thing is exactly what Clint's saying. If that's not bad enough that you can't go back and make and play some of the games that you've loved about uh, Warcraft 3, the big problem is they actually have complete copyright ownership of everything that anyone creates within the game. That's the big problem. That's what Clint mm. was preluding to. Uh, basically, if you create something in the game, even if it's just a small aspect of your game, they don't even like your game, but they love a little idea you had. They have complete rights to take that idea and apply it, uh, apply it to their own game, any kind mm-hmm. of creation they want to. So basically, you're, in a way, um, free designing for them, right? And so in the past, when Valve and some of these other bigger companies actually launched big games off of this game, the original, they made the money. Well, of course, uh, what do you call it? Blizzard was out, and that's not a good thing because there were mm-hmm. big money made off of side games that burst out of this and became their own games. But, and you know they're sitting there kicking themselves like, man, we should have had a so, piece of that. Yeah, so but explain this to me the other way. So explain this to me because I'm I'm lost a little bit, and somebody that's viewing might be. So you could make mods off of the previous games and then sell them. Um, uh, well, basically, you're using the the platform, meaning uh, kind of like Daisy did with Arma. It. Yeah. Okay, so it's not necessarily it like wow, but it's something they used for the okay to make their own. Oh, I got you. Mm-hmm. Right. And so makes sense, yeah. within the game, because it's because it's editable in the sense of it's designed to be moddable, right? Mm-hmm. And they the whole a big part of the game is for you to go in and do your own builds and have your own um, 
gameplay set up for it, right? And so what happens is people design games that end up being bigger or even better than the original game, right? Like, uh, what was that? Dota, would you say? Clint, Dota, it Dota 2? Dota 2 was a huge top seller. It was, it was a game people just loved, but it was a game developed out of this original, Warcraft 3. And so there's other games like that that have done that. And um, so Blizzard really missed out on that. Well, I think they should have made a type of deal to where, uh, you know, maybe you own a portion of it. Obviously, the original... I'm, I'm losing the word here, Clint. It's not driver. What do they call that? Engine. The engine mm-hmm. behind this mm-hmm. game is what's being used to, to play these other setups, if that makes right. sense. And so, sure, the money and the, the infrastructure went in from Blizzard, so they should have a piece of that. And maybe yeah. even the majority, right? Maybe they get 75%, you get 25%. But that actually would encourage people, because even guys with small ideas would then build ideas just for Blizzard to take, and they'd make some cash, right? Kind of like, in a way, freelance mm-hmm. designing, right? Yeah. And that would actually, I think, boost the drive of smaller developers to play and mess with it. But instead, they they own complete control of it in the sense of, at any point, the way it's worded is, at any point, they can take that game and build a game out of your idea or just take part of your idea mm-hmm. and shut it down on here and then build another game with it, right? They can mm-hmm. do anything they want to. Or even if you monetized the game that you built on it and you did a bunch of work to monetize it and get people to your server and say you were uh, bringing people to a website that was built around that game, that's all money for them because they own the copyrights to that game. Right. And so they have the ability to come to you, and it wouldn't be like a big lawsuit. They're going to win. It's written mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. you know. But I, so I, I, any I don't kind see of why, development you make off of that. I don't see why people are shocked. I mean, well, for two, I mean, I, I kind of sit on the side of, because um, you mentioned should they have all of it. Well, to an extent, maybe because this is a game, not a um, creation engine, in the sense of you have things like Unity encouraging people to come create a game, right? right. Whereas right. for them, it's create your own custom games within our game, and so right. that's why I'm not so angered about it. But I'm also not surprised by it because in World of Warcraft, they've been doing this for years. People mm-hmm. uh, put mods in the game. And for instance, well, my, one of the one of the big ones they did was uh, is called Quest Helper was the name of the mod, and so it was an add-on that you put on your on your WoW, and it would tell you where to go, where all the quests were at on the map. Okay. For you okay. to speed up leveling, and then at some point, I don't know if Blizzard gave them any money, but at some point, Blizzard put in their own Quest Helper. It looked right. almost identical. They just mm-hmm. polished it up a little bit. Boom! Mm-hmm. Now it now it's a staple um, part of the yeah, game. Yeah. So coming. Coming from somebody like Clint, who's experienced from World of Warcraft, that they're going to do that anyways, probably, more than likely. Maybe mm-hmm. the guy did make some money. But also from someone like me or Hunter, well, we're not game modders, and I've never been involved in a game where you where I do that kind of stuff that's not been my, my past. Um, it would almost be expected like the way Clint said it for me. In the modern age, for anything that you developed off of my development to be mine. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, that doesn't seem like a huge deal. But it is to the people who had the freedom they had with the original Warcraft 3. Mm-hmm. So basically, they set their hopes higher than they should have. But, I mean, Warcraft 3, when did that come out? That was like... A long time ago. I can look it up real early quick. Early 2000s? Maybe even further than that. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember for I'll sure. I'll search it up. But, I mean, we're talking... I mean, that's a whole different era a different generation of yeah gaming. That's, that's what i'm saying everything um, has changed since then technology has advanced so much that 
to to not expect that to me is kind of like you kind of yeah, set it, yourself up for a big bomb. It looks like it mm. released back in 2002. That's what so, I was thinking. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we're talking about yeah. um, you know 18 almost years ago. 20 years. Yeah, yeah. Almost 20 years. Yeah, so the whole, when you're talking about gaming or digital technology, no, it was kind of uh, not the right place. I understand that you're upset. I do think that your original expectations were out of place for the modern age. Yeah, internet's and changed since gaming then. Gaming and stuff is changing. Yeah. I mean, even the guys who develop, imagine how many games could be developed in the modern day with the speed and technology we have for game development compared to the how much work these modders had to put in to make custom games back in the beginning. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so, and you know, people might correct me and say it's not mods, it's actually custom games, it's settings that are built into the game. That might be true. You know, in reading the article, it's hard for me to tell. I've never done it. Do you mm-hmm. have any idea, Clint? I'm not real sure because, I mean, I didn't get into Blizzard games till 2009, so I missed the Warcraft okay. 3 boat. Okay. I gotcha. just know games so, like Dota 2 and things like that came out of Warcraft 3 and StarCraft. Those were the two big right, ones that right. were. Yeah. And so, you know, yep, there's, there's two huge stories right now that are at the top of the charts. One is everybody hates the game. Two is everybody hates the privacy policy. <laughs> That's yeah. a lot of big bad news for one game to have on its release. Yeah, and I uh, and I've and I've listened to some stuff like some reviews. It seems like people are more upset because Blizzard originally came out and said they were going to do some certain things and didn't do it. I mm. think it's another one of them they didn't have time. Um, gotcha. But they did do a reskin of the game. But as far as cinematics, all they did was upscale the old cinematics, so you don't get any new uh. CGI stuff. Um, okay. I think the intro CGI is new, and they did like an Arthas versus Illidan fight that was, you know, the Lich King and, and Illidan. And that was, to me, pretty cool. But people, I was reading YouTube comments on that, and they were like, it looks too anime, it looks too fake, it looks fan made. And so, I don't know. Mm. Maybe this is just a hard audience to, to please on this one because it's so nostalgic. You mean it looks fake? Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's always looked fake. Yeah. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah, I get it. It but is it, animated, it guys. Be, actually, I think it'd be pretty sweet. Breaking if news: of, If they came out with a game like World of Warcraft style, but with like super high-end realistic graphics, like that'd your be Vikings sweet. Just look like real dudes. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the monsters like really, defied. Really, really gory too, like a really yeah. bloody gory game. That would be pretty sweet. But see, the the issue with that though is that's why WoW has survived as long as it has, because they went with the more cartoony, faker look. It's been able mm-hmm. to stand more the test of time, and problem with games that have done the super realistic visuals, within mm-hmm. four years they're out of date. Looking. They don't look realistic anymore. Yeah, and so people yeah grow tired, and it's harder to keep that. It's harder to update that, so to speak. I'd be all right jamming on one you. of those for four years, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it'd be pretty sweet. Hey everybody, next thing on here is going to be uh, Twitch, right? Mm-hmm. We love it. Been around. It is what we use made. It. <laughs> yeah, we use it. Yeah, it's what made streaming streaming, right? Yeah. When it comes to gaming, it's giving it's, people it's careers. The top dog. It's it's the creator, if that yeah. makes sense. It's the YouTube uh, of game streams. Well, it's now the battle royale of streamings companies. You know what I mean? Mm, We've yeah. got um, a couple big ones in there now that that are constantly going against it, and Facebook is just exploding. But they've got so much money that they're dumping into it, and they're a very big tech-savvy company. Of mm-hmm. course, those of you who don't know, which most of you do, Twitch is owned by Amazon, right? Um, and then you've got the big one right now that's fighting against 
Facebook and uh, Twitch that came out really around the same time is Mixer. Mixer was out a little earlier than Facebook, I think, but they really got popularity right around the same time Facebook started exploding. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've also got, of course, Google, which is the, the biggest tech giant there is, and they are continuing to push YouTube streaming and their gaming community. Mm-hmm. So um, what's been going on, which pretty much started off, in my opinion, with uh, Ninja, because I remember when that story came out, it was a mm-hmm. huge deal, because Twitch made Ninja, and Twitch jumped boat. He contracted with Mixer for a crazy sum of money, somewhere around $30, $40 million for a multi-year contract. Um, and I don't know if you guys understand that. These guys like like Ninja, you know, he's probably already making something like that, you know, mm-hmm. six to $8 million, something like that in the year. Um, so the $10 million contract that he got from Mixer um, was on top of that. That was to say you're only going to stream with us and nobody else. He still gets all his sponsors. He still gets all of his Patreons. He still gets all of his ad revenue. All of that stuff is still his. It's not like they contracted him and he makes a flat $10 million or whatever it is that he got, 30 40 over a few years or whatever it is. But uh, the difference is they just added $10 million onto what he was already making. Does that wow. make sense? They said you can continue to make whatever you make. And was that the, actually the price of the contract? It was, was it it's estimated at thirty to forty million over years, but he never released how many years. Oh, okay. It's more I than see. one year is all we know. Yeah. So it was to keep um, him on so they didn't didn't just get paid and then up oh, I'm out, I'm retiring. Right. Okay. Right. We don't sense. know how many years, yes, but we know at least for probably at least for their original, you know, we speculate we need to we need to take the market within three years, right? Right. And to be able to put Twitch out, so they contracted him for that. Well, the problem is that was a big one, but that was the trigger that like knocked the domino effect off. And so now because of that, it set a precedence for basically these guys are are looking at it more now like a network, right? Like maybe if you owned a TV network like Fox or something like that. Well, obviously I could contract with you and you're mm-hmm. then you're mine. Well, before before Ninja, they didn't do that, really. You get what I'm saying? They didn't go out uh, what you would call a headhunting. Right. Mm-hmm. Looking and poaching people from other companies and saying, hey, we'll give you this. We'll give you that. Uh, well, that has just exploded since then. So we're seeing all kinds of Twitch's top streamers leaving uh, the average contract for the top streamer right now, um, which is let me make sure I got my numbers right here. But I want to say basically if you had 10,000 viewers, but let's make sure I'm right because I don't know this business that great. Yeah. Yep. If you're streaming around 10,000 viewers, when you put a stream out, you have 10,000 people that are watching, mm-hmm. which usually is where you'll be if you have uh, over a million or two subscribers, then on an average video, you'll have 10,000 viewers. Uh, if you're doing 10,000 viewers, you're looking at a $10 million contract from one of the top three wow. to pull you away from Twitch right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a lot of freaking money and on yeah. top of the money you're already making. I, I was just about to say, you go in a heartbeat. Once in a lifetime mm-hmm. deal, especially with streaming. You don't know how popular oh, yeah. you're going to be. Yep. You don't know when that's going to die off or anything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say they had another number written on here that I'm scanning through to see if I can see it. This article's really long, so that's why I'm trying not to just read it. But uh, I want to say they said if you're running over 1,000 viewers on average on each one, you may be looking at even close to a million-dollar contract. Um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, just okay. It just says 
$10,000 uh, concurrent views, which is just meaning you're having people actually regularly viewing each one 10,000 times, right? Mm. Uh, Twitch is giving you, uh, on Twitch or other ones, they're going to give you $10 million, while smaller ones uh, that are noticeably smaller are still getting close to a million-dollar contracts. Mm. 10,000, you know, when you're thinking of YouTube and stuff, doesn't sound like that much. Yeah. You know what I mean? 10,000 views. Of course, everything's different. If you were doing 10,000 listens on a podcast, you're going to be in the top 100 of, of iTunes real quick. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's definitely different when you're talking about streams. It's, it's, it's not a 10-minute video, guys. You know, you're talking about it's a whole day's a work. a two-hour stream, and they're staying for daily. at least 50% of it. And throughout yeah, the week, daily. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Gabriel, I could do that for 10 million. Oh, yeah, I could. <laughs> Gabriel in the chat yeah. said that uh, he said PewDiePie moved over to DLive, which is another streaming service, yep. um, after he got in trouble with Twitch as well. So. And then uh, we got two big uh, kid streamers that just went over. Um, Phase Mega and Phase Dubs. They're kind of a team. They mm-hmm. do tournaments and stuff like that, and they compete. Uh, so they're not big like regular streamers per se in the sense of they're not entertainment streamers, right? They're players. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and they, I th- from what they were saying, they were making, one of them made 120000 this year, the other one made wow. 80000 this year. They're 14 years old. Yeah. And uh, that's not counting their tournament winnings. That's just counting what they're getting on streaming. They both contracted and went to, uh, I think Mixer is what it okay. says it went to here. So... Uh, and then another big one here was Wang. He's 28 years old. Uh, he's one of the top names in, in Twitch streaming. And uh, he's the guy that wore a mask forever, right? Mm-hmm. Everything he did, all of his tournaments, all that kind of stuff, he always had that mask on. He had a big mask you know, uh, removal deal where I think that brought in over 2 million viewers all mm-hmm. on one stream. Is he, he a good-looking kid? Mask off. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's a good-looking kid. Good. I mean, he's a... Yeah. If how you, I, I was just curious how that how that uh, reveal went, you know. Oh yeah, like maybe if he had a messed up face or something weird. No, right. I think it was just part of his gimmick. He's just a normal looking guy. Yeah, gotcha. Um, and so he did his reveal, and that obviously caused a pretty big spike in his stuff. And he's also contracted and pulled away from Twitch. Man, um, I'm sure there's many, many more. These are just a couple of the big. So there's about to be ones. a huge bidding war amongst these, uh, or there is amongst these. There is, yep. yeah, yeah. It's just going off right now. And actually, in my opinion, um, that's the best thing for you. Oh, yeah. If you're a streamer, that's the best thing that could possibly happen. It's not mm. great for the streaming companies, right? But it's awesome for streamers because what happens is that means, um, say you had a million people streaming, right? And let's just say 700,000 of those were on Twitch because it was the streaming platform to be on. Mm-hmm. Well, now if 200,000 of those leave, your competition on all of those other sites, including Twitch, has gone down, right? And so some mm-hmm. of your other big guys that may have been the top Twitch guys for whatever game you play, say Fortnite, they left. Well, a lot of times people still stay on Twitch. They don't follow the guy. A lot of people do, but a lot of people don't. So that leaves you a lot of viewers or customers, if you want to look at it that way, that are actually there and ready to start watching your stream. Mm-hmm. So uh, the streaming market is actually going up for the individual even though it's kind of going down for some streaming companies and up for other streaming companies, mm-hmm. and it's a battle for the companies. For yeah. the individuals, they're making more money uh, per stream on average right now. So definitely a uh, an uptick. And it's in the news a lot, right, because yeah. of that. There's nothing, yeah. there's nothing uh, bad about free advertising. <laughs> it's crazy how quick this thing has taken off. I remember in 2013, 
hearing about Twitch, finding out about mm-hmm. it, kind of getting into it a mm-hmm. little bit. And it was just this website that did streaming, and now it's mm-hmm. uh, now we have all these streaming services, and it's yeah, it's a part of our entertainment, you know. Right. Yeah, it's one of those things where, where don't you kind of wish you just kind of jumped into something like that? You didn't yeah. even have to be a pro to be good on that. Nobody knew that was going to be the new YouTube. I mean, if mm-hmm. you did, everybody would have gone on it because YouTube was so saturated. Oh, yeah. Why not just become a streamer, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, now a lot of people wish they did. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's where I found out about Daisy though, was uh, was uh, Twitch back oh, in really? the day, before it became the standalone game. Yeah. Nice, nice. Well, next on the list is something that uh, if your kids are paying attention, mm, you may want to skip this part. We're not going to talk <laughs> graphically, but we're talking about graphics and not graphic cards, guys. Uh, <laughs> this is a kid's game, and uh, you've heard of it. It's called Roblox. It's, it's kind of a, in my opinion, it's like somebody stole Legos and made a game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, a, like they move around like that. It's not... It's not Minecraft because it's not about really building, right? Unless you're a modder. It's just mm-hmm. about playing. Um, and it's got all kinds of different courses and obstacles and game modes. And pretty much if you can imagine a mini game, it's built into this. Maybe races or swimming or whatever. It's in there. Mm-hmm. That's what it's for. It's a pretty wholesome game in general. If you've ever checked it out with your kids, there's not much trash on there. Even the chats that I see going on in the bottom of my daughter's screen. I check it on a regular basis. There's almost never any kind of uh, negative talk or trash talk or sexual talk. Or, of course, she gets on certain servers that I, I look up first and make mm-hmm. sure, hey, yeah. is this game you know, something that a lot of people, adults are on or older people are on? You know, Because everybody knows anytime you have a popular kid game, you have people that want to prey on kids also mm-hmm. on that game. Mm-hmm. That's a normal thing. So you got to be careful about that for YouTube, YouTube Kids, any of that. Well, this is not the first time, uh, I think this is the second or third time, that YouTube has suddenly contained a bunch of weird videos about a game that shouldn't be weird. And when I say weird, I mean Roblox porn. Yep, you heard me. (laughs) We're talking about pornography, and it's a little bit bigger than Lego porn, because these guys have more curves, if you know what I mean. Anyways, uh, and when we say that, we're talking about full nude you know they the the guys who are modding this i guess are putting you know breasts on the girls penises on the guys they're having full-on orgies for a lack of a of a better word and the worst part about it is it's not like well we're just going in here into roblox and playing this game it's more like these mods are it's not like there's normal people too right because if you were a normal person you walked in you wouldn't have these parts on your character does that make sense Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so everybody in these servers knows that it's for this. So I don't want you guys to get the wrong impression that your kid could accidentally stumble onto a porn server. Not the case. It's mm-hmm. not going to pop up on the normal Roblox app. It's not going to pop up uh, for kids to just join in and have some Roblox sex. No. Um, so that's why I use the word Roblox porn, right? Mm-hmm. Porn means it's a video. Well, it's one, of the, ar- one of the articles I read, the mom was saying her kid was playing on a server like that. Or came across well, that she caught him. So how that's did that because happen? he wasn't. That's because he wasn't just playing on it. He heard about it and sought that one out. Okay. If that makes sense. So on the regular Roblox, from everything I've looked up, on the regular Roblox app, like on your phone, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe different from the computer, but on the Roblox app on your phone, um, none of these are going to pop up like in your feed. You'd okay. have to search. Because some of the stuff I saw, they there. they acted like it was 
that it got out into the regular roadblocks and then they were like scrambling to shut it down. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, so these people who, who these people who have the modded characters can go into the regular roadblocks and do these things. Okay. But what I'm saying is the servers, like the game modes that were made for this, mm-hmm. wouldn't pop up for your kid to find it. So maybe what sense. I read was just talking about the the guy's junk just hanging out there. And their kids yeah, you do that, or the kid the kid kind of heard about this or saw it on YouTube. That's the problem. The reason I use the word porn is not that this is just a game with sex in it. These sex servers are made to make porn. Okay? So all your porn sites and even YouTube with blur, blurs being used have been flooded with Roblox porn. So it's oh not just about gosh. the game. They've, they've specifically made these servers to make Roblox porn. Does that make sense? And That's so, so weird. Some of your kids yeah. may have seen that and then looked up that server and went to it. So that's the yeah. warning we're trying to get to here. Okay. Uh, not that they're probably going to accidentally so stumble abandon on it Roblox. From everything I I'm going to have to research it though, because I yeah. got I want to find that article I had because they were acting like it was like they were somehow modding the regular servers and just popping in there. Could you imagine? And kids, and kids were getting exposed to the. The full-on booty holes and, and all that jazz. Yes. That's, in the, that's in the beginning. These guys. No, yeah, you're right. That's the guys that have, what I'm telling you is, that's the, your normal guys in the sense of, here, say you, you had a character that had been modded to look nude, right? Right. Well, you can take that character into any of the servers. Right, right, right. right? So that, but, to me, that, to me, is pretty bad. That, if that if is my bad. daughter was on there. Right, right. And so that has happened some, but... My impression is that that is what got cracked down on early. Okay, so they've the got that The big thing that people now. are still going crazy about is that all these videos are out. Mm. You know what I mean? And so when your kids are searching uh, Roblox videos on YouTube, right? Uh, there's, From what I understand, there shouldn't be any now left at all on YouTube kids, right? It's got a stricter algorithm and it finds that kind of stuff quick. Um, but on YouTube regular, yeah, because it's blurred out, right? And mm-hmm. so they don't even take it off of there. So if your kids are searching for Roblox video on regular YouTube, which I recommend to get YouTube kids if your kids are using regular YouTube, YouTube kids yeah, is much, too many, much more Too many opportunities yeah. on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We, this is probably the third time we've talked about crazy stories about cartoon characters and stuff like that mm-hmm. doing sexual mm-hmm. things on YouTube. So here we are again, uh, you know, seeing fellatio and all this stuff going on <laughs> with Roblox. And he doesn't and mean Uncle fellatio. <laughs> no, no. And we don't want to see that. But if your kid plays Roblox, right, um, I would say that you should do some research yourself. Mm-hmm. Make sure that there aren't still a bunch of people doing this and maybe stay off of Roblox for a little while. Maybe um, let them, let them get that, a handle of it, you know. Yeah. And other than that, I think you should just regularly be checking anyways. Like even before I knew this was going on with my daughter, I regularly take the phone. I check out who's on that server with her, who she happens to be playing around. She doesn't really ever... She's not allowed to accept, accept invites to, like, group up with people mm-hmm. just for that reason. Altogether, she can't. And she doesn't really know how to use the chat. But she knows how to read. So now I have to actually right. watch and make sure these people aren't writing in that chat. Uh, and, and in all reality, I'm kind of glad that she got on a, what do you call it, um, Minecraft, Minecraft. Because if your kid likes Roblox, they probably will love Minecraft. Mm-hmm. And Roblox doesn't have, unless they get into modding, there's no creativity. There's no learning going on in Roblox, really. It's just playing, playing and, and it's kind of simple stuff you know what mm-hmm. i mean um to where if you're doing something like roblox it's it's bursting those imaginary juices you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. just going 
you're thinking all kinds of things to build, build and create. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and you know it helps with reading and all kinds of things because the kids get excited about finding this or that material. Well, not everything looks so identifiable on Minecraft because the graphics are really poor, right? So you mm -hmm. have to read the name of it on your inventory to find out what it is. To figure out. And yeah. So it's it's good for that kind of stuff. Uh, so I would recommend pushing your kids towards Minecraft, anyways. It's very more much more creative. And you can do private servers with that if you don't want them playing online. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Or just let your kids play with only a couple friends you know they know, mm -hmm. and you know and trust. And you I have feel neighborhood to stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, I feel you. That's all I've got. That was hey, that was my news. It's, it's are... sad to me. But uh, no, they were all really good though. They were. <laughs> Everything was good. You dove deep into that one, man. That was. Yeah. Wow. I feel like I need to go take a shower now. Yep. You should. You, know? mm. you should shower I feel anyways. kind of violated just reading this article. Like, I think they put too many on here. I don't know if that makes sense. But, like, that, too, they too many pictures? We needed one picture on the article. Yeah, and this is on Daily Mail. Like, all we really needed was one picture to know exactly to what you're talking about. To get the idea of what these little Lego characters yeah, are doing. Like, there's, like, 42 super graphic pictures on here. You know what I mean? I think it's it, like, we don't need the, that. The ones I saw, I think it just made me feel more weird because it's like, not only is it the porn part, but it's like uh, there's that innocence to the toy, to the character. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like And Legos. then you, and yeah, then you have you... this, and you're like, what the freak? You know? Well, it almost makes you think like like it's literally specifically child porn. Like In a way, yeah. Can't yeah. Be that, there can't be that many adults attracted to Roblox porn. So it kind of makes you feel like the Roblox porn was designed for kids to watch you get what i'm saying mm, and so that weird. really rubs me the wrong way oh yeah but there's people out there that uh you know are predators or they just want to ruin your kids innocence so you know use be proactive be on top of it mm -hmm. you know? um, definitely hope yeah. you guys enjoyed the news i know most of it was negative bad game worst game <laughs> uh, leaving the twitch i think was a good thing and then kids porn will never have a good spin so yep there's no way we can make that positive. No. And for a good thing, if we're making it positive, you might be on the wrong podcast. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, Hunter uh, has some tips and some tricks that he wants to present. In a world of Easter eggs and cheats, it's time for what they don't want you to know. Well, hey guys, welcome to some tips and tricks. Uh, earlier I said, should I stay or should I go? Today we're going to talk about getting out of here. And, you know, uh, watch my mouth here, but this game is titled GTFO. It's kind of a newer game. I don't exactly know actually when it came out, um, but I've seen recently more players playing this game that I watch and follow on Twitch and on YouTube. And it looks like a pretty cool game. So the game is titled GTFO. Like I said, I don't need to yeah, uh, get the freak out. out. Yeah. yeah everyone don't need to elaborate on that. But um, anyway, so this game, uh, I got a little overview for you. These tips and, tri tips and tricks do not go super deep into this game, but kind of a base level of like if you're just starting this game, uh, what you need to know about it, how it works, stuff like that. So... Um, without further ado, feel free to stop me, gentlemen, anytime you need to, oh, okay. to ask I'm a question. I, I'm excited. I haven't ever uh, haven't played this one. so yes. Yeah, I'm interested to know what it's even about. So, good thing you asked. 
Ryan. GTFO is a four-player co-op horror uh, game. In this game, players are tasked with retrieving or getting an object slash items. While working towards the objective, you will need to fight your way through hordes of enemies using whatever tactics you see fit. So, basically, from what I've seen in this game, it's like an extraction mission. So you're going down into hmm. this infested base, collecting something and getting the heck out of there. That's okay. the whole name of the game. Okay. And that you have to be strategic. You have to work together. There's different things. Um, these, I, they look like zombies. They're more like creatures, I guess you'd call them. They humanoid mm -hmm. creatures, looking things. Maybe they are infected, and they've mutated. Whatever it may be, they're after you. And they've only got, they've almost got the uh, um, I Am Legend vibe where they're in the darkness being very silent and when you awaken them they come to you if okay. that makes sense so um first off i want to touch on is what the enemies are like in this game they're not all the same there's five different types in this game oh, i like it already that already yeah so the first one we're going to talk about is the striker okay the striker is the most common enemy within the game and will launch attacks at you dealing 12 percent damage to your health the striker has two stances, standing and crawling. While standing, the striker will run towards you and attack you with what can only be assumed to be its tongue um, or some massive muscle. So that's the striker. That's how okay. he comes at you. The next one is called the shooter. The shooter is the second most common enemy within the game. And when alerted, it will keep a distance from the player and shoot beams of light that curve towards the player and deal 5% damage to your health. While the shots will curve towards you, they will relatively easy or they are relatively easy to sidestep unless you are being shot with multiple angles. This enemy requires a fully charged sledgehammer to kill. Hmm. Okay. The next one, that was the shooter. The next one is called the big striker. The big striker is the larger version of the striker, like its pros uh predecessor predecessor can't talk tonight Prede predecessor it is uh or it can shoot a mass of flesh out of its head at you it can even do this after it has been destroyed when you are next to the big striker its attacks will deal 40% to your health and uh, can stagger it with you can stagger it with charged melee attacks and a team of fully charged sledgehammers can down it in one go Nice. So if you charge all your sledgehammers, um, you can hit it all together at once and down it in one go. It's pretty cool. Okay. So is he more did like, it, a, like or... a boss character? He's uh, not necessarily a boss, but he's probably more rare mm -hmm. than these other guys. Um, this is probably a dumb question, but did you mention how to charge your hammer? I mean, it's probably just an automatic thing in the game. Not yet. I don't know for sure. It may okay. say at the bottom of this article. I don't remember reading that, but I can look into Anybody that in a second. Anybody who plays the game sure. probably just knows it. it's probably yeah. Automatic, so so that was the statement. that was the big striker. The scout is the next one on our list. The scout is an enemy that does not spawn in a sleeper state. Every other enemy in the game spawns in a sleeper state. Like I was mm. telling you, they're kind of hunched over asleep, and if you mm, wake them, right. like I am legend, then they come after you. Okay. The scout looks similar to a shooter. However, they are slightly taller. 
The scout can detect players by extending tendrils from its body towards every direction. If it touches the player, mm. the scout will scream and a blue light will flash from it. This will alert nearby enemies and spawn mm. an extra wave just mm. to uh, just like an alarm events. Dirty. It is usually best to just shoot a scout in the head to kill it. However, you can kill it with a fully charged sledgehammer when it is uh, in a walking state. It has worked for me. However, it is buggy and might not always work. So basically they're saying keep your distance. And I've watched guys play uh, this game so far. It, and a lot of the times they just avoid these guys um, because they're basically the if alarm system. If you miss don't kill them right away, it's right. bad. Yeah. And you have to have your gun, I think, in a, in a certain state silenced or something so you don't wake everybody else up. Okay. But it's kind of creepy how these things work. They look like, they call them tendrils, which, you know, they don't really look in the game like tentacles, but they shoot out from this guy's head and they look like fungus growing in the air towards different, it's crazy looking. It's super hmm. freaky, super creepy, and when you're in the dark watching it, it just gives you the chills. Um, so I would say he's in a way, if you're a Left 4 Dead fan from the past, he's kind of like a witch, you know, uh, extreme somewhat. problems if you wake him, you yes, know, or if you, if yeah. you set him off. That's kind of what right. the witch was like. Here to sneak by a lot of times. <laughs> so the next one on our list is called the Big Shooter. The large shooter is the la or the large shooter is the larger version, obviously, of the shooter. Unlike the shooter, which shoots a single shot from a large, or a single shot, excuse me, the large shooter will shoot a burst shot at you. Okay. Further, uh, further confirmation is needed on how many melee attacks it takes to down it. So people, this must be new, a newer game, obviously, a newer release, because mm -hmm. they don't even know yet for sure how many stealth uh, attacks it takes or melee attacks it takes. So that's another thing in this game. I haven't got there yet because we're still talking about. Um, you know, uh, the different monsters, but, uh, let me see. The graphics look really good on the game. Yes. So, so, um, those were the five, right? Mm -hmm. So basically, uh, there's two types of fighting, obviously in this game, there's melee, which is with your sledgehammer and then there's shooting. And so you have a different, uh, um, list of guns, which I'll get to you. Uh, um, get, I'll get for you in a second, but, First of all, let's talk about the different kind of ways to traverse the map. Uh, let's talk about stealth, okay? One of the most important aspects of this game is stealth. When you start the game, all enemies, with the exception of the scout, like we talked about, are in a sleep state. So there's the, uh, there's a difference. So they're, they're hunched over, right? They're sleeping. Well, uh, when they're in a sleeper state, there are three ways you can kill them. You can shoot them with a gun um, when five meters away from the enemy moving and crouching and uncrouching uh, will kind of stem them into a state which is called stirring. Mm -hmm. So first like off, they're, they're crouched. Yeah, they're crouched down. But when they start stirring, they'll start to glow and move a little bit in their crouch state, which makes for a super freaky visual. Okay. That makes me and, think of I Am Legend for sure. Some of that. Yes. Happened. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, that's a way that you kind of go into this, uh, sorry, this is the way you are alerting them, okay? So, like, when they're in their sleeping state, this is, and then they start to go into their stirring state, the the things you do not want to do while they're stirring is shoot your gun. You don't want to, uh, 
be crouching or uncrouching or moving a ton when you're five meters away from them. So basically, if you're moving in the dark and you don't see something, and all of a sudden, some, some, all of a sudden something lights up to your right and starts to pulse, you want to just stop. Okay. Stay still because it's stirring. Yeah. Then you it'll go back wait until it goes back to yeah, calm. it goes back to its state, yeah. and then you can sneak up and try to end it with a hammer, right? Mm-hmm. And so the other way. Um, Shooting your gun will set them off. Doing the movements too close while they're glowing will cause heartbeats, which can wake them up. And number three is shining your flashlight on an enemy. So there's some uh, there's some aspect of to this game of how you need to use your flashlight too, mm-hmm. which again is a very good uh, way to add some spook to this game. Okay, you can't oh, always yeah, have your flashlight definitely. on, and so that. again, it makes me think I am Legend when he's in the in the building and he's mm-hmm. using his hand over his flashlight and he goes right. over them and they're all pulsing. Ugh, gives me chills still. Um, it should be noted that you will only uh, be detected from movement if the enemy is glowing red. So it goes into that glowing red state. When it goes back to sleeping you can do your movements but be careful because as soon as they go into that state you have to be quiet and shut down. Mm. Okay. Uh, it says now in order to kill the enemies you're going to need to take out your melee weapon and bash them in the head. You may have noticed that if you hold mouse one, you will have a meter that starts to charge on your crosshairs. That's how you charge your sledgehammer. Um, and once it's fully charged, you take a good swing. So there's some as- there's uh, sorry as- there's an aspect to that too. Didn't mean to say a cuss word there, um, where you have to think about that big guy again, where it said the four of you have to charge. There's a challenge there you know what i'm saying like right, you right. need to make sure you're charging at the right time because you know me and me and ryan are on top of things and we start and then clinton starts 30 seconds late because he's always late and then all of a sudden we just <laughs> yeah. anger this guy and we don't kill him so right. um so that's pretty that's cool no and then no. i hide in the back and let him kill you, you know? yes yeah the more you fill up the this meter the more damage you do this is the game that? where you bring the wrong guy on who doesn't want to sneak Oh, yes. You just can't stand playing with them. Like, this game is for sneaking. It's not a run-and-gun game. No, no, no. He just wants to keep playing that way, and everybody dies. No, you won't get very oh, far. Oh, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's games you like can't, that, though, and you just got to You can't Leroy Jenkins this. Yeah. <laughs> um, the more you fill up the meter, the more damage you do. However, holding it long will cause you to swing too long. So, like, if you're holding the meter and you hold it past the time to fully charge, mm-hmm. it's going to swing it for you. So and you can mess up week, there. It'd be a weak swing. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. Well, I don't know about that, but even if you know you're sitting there charging and you're not locked onto the right spot, and then all of a right. sudden you swing mm-hmm. and hit the wrong thing. Um, so, the re- the charge required uh, to kill an enemy in stealth differs for each enemy class. Um, the striker a charge required uh, is a slight charge with a headshot. Um, with the shooter, it's a full charge with a headshot. With the scout, it's a full charge. With the striker, um, again, you need a, a headshot with all full charges from four players. And uh, from the big shooter, again, you need all four players to have a full charge. So the it big guys... Like you said striker, striker twice there. You there is. The There's a striker. The oh, okay, sorry. The striker is the beginning, which is a slight charge, and then the second striker was the big striker. Mm. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So there's, so there's a, a striker, striker, a shooter. And a striker, and there's a big shooter and a shooter. Mm-hmm. And then there's and a then spotter. A scout. That's your five. 
Scout. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And Which the is big one. The same word. And the big ones of. are big, from what I what I saw. Yes. Yeah. There you go. You got to use in your head. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> the big ones are big. <laughs> the strikers no, will I mean, sometimes. They're very large in size. Sorry. It says on here, note, the strikers will sometimes survive a half swing, so charging fully for a safely swing is usually a good idea. <laughs> I don't really see what the point of doing a half swing is unless you're in a hurry. Mm-hmm, but right. at that point, you're not stealthing anymore, so just pull out your gun, right. you know what I'm saying? So, um, I don't know. I, you know, I, It said a, a moderate swing kills a striker. I just go ahead and do at least three-fourths. Just go ahead and charge it up, you know? Right. Maybe there's something in the game we don't know about yet that'll cause us to want to hurry. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but and then it also says, "Note the scout can be killed uh, in one headshot while fully charged." However, it's kind of buggy sometimes and may not work. So you kind of right. see these guys are putting in that there's some bugs. Again, that's because it's a new game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure these things will be patched and fixed as the time goes on. Um, and he says another or a small tip: if you are outnumbered by the nearby enemies. You can go next to an enemy where you can see all your nearby enemies and kill it when the others are not glowing. S- another small tip: if you fall or if you fail to kill an enemy and they are alerted, uh, you have a several second window to kill it before uh, it alerts all the other enemies on the map. So I did see this on the gameplay. They basically, if you hit them and you don't kill them, mm-hmm. they stand up. They get really glowy, and mm-hmm. then they're about to like let out their screech, and you have a couple seconds to just pop right over the head. Okay. Mm. So another before uh, they alert a bunch more. Yes, another right. time that comes into play is sometimes the enemies will be right by each other, mm-hmm. and they hear you swing your hammer. So you literally have that one over the head, and then you have to turn and keep your calm and hit it. Um, I was watching somebody on uh, YouTube play, and he said at first. What he was doing is he'd hit one, and then one would stand up right beside him, and he'd make a quick movement because he was freaking out mm-hmm. a little bit. Right. And then all of a sudden, everybody's alerted because he was just like, and right. made you know too much noise. Whereas you just hit, you gather yourself calmly and turn and hit, and you're good. And it's oh, so cool mm-hmm. to see like you got to keep your composure in this game because if sure. not, mm-hmm. you got to breathe, got to breathe. It all just, falls apart. Yeah. So. Um, I love that aspect of it. What yeah. would be what would be uh, hard for me is remembering to charge that melee weapon. Right. So in this game, we have primary weapons, and those primary weapons are a pistol, which does low damage. Um, it has a high ammo reserve. Uh, the recoil is low. It has a medium range, and the fire rate is semi-auto. Then you have the SMG, which does low damage. It has a high uh, rate of reserve. The recoil is low. The range is short. And the fire uh, rate is full auto. Then you can move on to your DMR, which uh, is medium damage. The reserve is medium. The recoil is low. The range is long. And the fire rate is semi-auto. And then lastly, you have the assault rifle, which uh, the damage is low. The ammo reserve is medium. The recoil is low. The range Mm -hmm. is medium. And the rate fire is fully auto. I think it's kind of funny that the the assault rifle is low. low. Yeah. Yeah, that's Mm. weird. I find that funny, too. Um... It says, note, low, low damaging kill strikers in one headshot. Medium damage weapons kill shooters uh, in one headshot. And high damage weapons will kill scouts in one headshot. The game mm. defines damage and range differently. However, I find uh, this to be the easiest way of understanding it. 
So um, what it's saying is with an assault rifle, it's low, but it's fully automatic. So it may take you two or three bullets to kill something, even mm-hmm. though it's low. So then that way, the only one that you said was medium, I think, was the gun that was semi-automatic, right? It was the DMR. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Sense. They kind of even it out with mm-hmm. the quicker mm-hmm. you can shoot kind of thing. So the basic uh, the killers in these games, the strikers, you can kill with a one headshot from a low damaging yeah. gun. So that's sounds that's like pretty cool. Sounds like guns are dedicated to certain enemies too mm-hmm. as far as being better. So is there is there is there any more guns? Is there like a sniper rifle? Yes, or there's a special on? there's a special weapons. Okay. Um, those were the uh primary and these are the specials. You got the shotgun with a medium damage, a low ammo res reserve, um a medium recoil, uh short shot range obviously, and then a semi auto fire rate. Um, then you have yourself a, a combat shotgun, which is high damage, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. low ammo reserve, low re- recoil, the range is short, and then you got the full auto again. Gotcha. Um, okay. Or it's a full auto instead of a semi-auto, is what I mean to say there. So full automatic shotgun. That's pretty cool. Yeah, um, that's pretty sweet. The next one is a uh, revolver. I want, that, I want that gun on Call of Duty. There Not you the go. revolver, but the semi-auto shotgun. Yeah. So you have the revolver, which is a medium damage. Uh, low reserve, high recoil, medium range, and a semi-auto. And then the last gun on the list is a machine gun, which has a low damage, um, okay. but it's got a medium ammo reserve, uh, low recoil, and uh, the range is medium. Plus, the fire rate is full auto plus charge up. So you must okay. full auto to your clip's gone, and then it charges up, I guess, is what I'm gathering from that. Okay. Um he goes on to say, my recommendations to new players would be to use the pistol and the MG as they are very easy to use, and you won't have to worry as much about making your shots count. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes sense, especially if you're new to the game and you're going to be freaking out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you get better, I would, yeah, you'd probably recommend using some um, higher damage ones that you can take some skill shots, oh, stuff yeah. like mm-hmm. that. So, uh, tools, the, the tools in the game. The tools have many different uses, however, uh, to put it simply, they slow down, kill, or uh, detect enemies. Those are the three jobs that they have. The first tool you can come across is called the Sea Foam Launcher. Um, not like the under the sea, but sea, literally sea-foam <laughs> launcher. This is probably the first tool you see when you load into the lobby. To put it simply, it shoots foam charges, or it shoots foam charging. This, I'm sorry, the punctuation on this article that I'm reading is terrible. It, to put it simply, it shoots foam. Charging it up will shoot more foam, but don't let uh, that fool you. It has a very important role in the uh, survival. Mm-hmm. This, uh, the foam when shot into the ground can slow and immobilize enemies and give you just enough time to reload and kill the enemies rushing at you. Along, uh, with, uh, along with it, it can be sprayed into doors to block up doors, causing the enemies to take longer to break them down. And the doors, uh, which are, are, and the doors are very useful in alarm events. So basically, let me explain that a little bit because I've seen this too. You have big, um, they almost look like airlock doors mm-hmm. in this game, and they come down, and you have to use a panel to open them and close them. Well, you can close these in the tracks that you're going as a uh, strategy to stop different <clears throat> paths that they might come mm-hmm. to you when there's a horde. 
Um, but the thing is, is they can break through these doors. It only takes oh. a matter of time for them to break through them. So what, what the seafoam launcher does is it's like a grenade that you can throw to block up a door, which it takes them longer to break down, or you throw it in the path of a big horde coming towards you, and if it's charged up correctly, okay. it can stop a bunch of them in their tracks. Now you just yeah, have target just, practice. They just stick into it, kind of sounds yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so they, these can be very handy. In fact, I've watched a guy on single player beat uh, the first mission because he had seafoam and he was able to stop a bunch of them and, and use those with different uh, other tools. So that was the seafoam. The uh, next tool is called the bio tracker. The bio tracker is a tool that tells you the locations of enemies within the area, their distance from you and can and their distance from you and it can scan um, <clears throat> for moving awaking enemies and ping them it is very useful when trying to stealth or figure out what's in the next room only one player on the team should have this at all time otherwise you're wasting a tool space okay that's helpful so each so you can probably just carry one tool each person mm -hmm. carries one tool mm -hmm. so you can one have type a purpose of tool. in a way yeah that's right. I think if you do single player, you can carry a couple. I'm, I may be wrong, but the guy I was watching used a combination of seafoam and mines. So either he okay. had already placed them and went and got other ones, or he was able to carry gotcha. a couple. But that would make sense in multiplayer for or them to even, let each you. Each person may still carry more than one, right? You just right. may have just a limited yes. slot. Yes, I bet. You know what I mean? I bet yeah. you're right. So the bio tracker basically... It lets you see what enemies are where and what their state is, I think, is what we can get from that, basically. Okay. Yeah. Um, the next one is the Mine Deployer. This tool deploys laser-activated mines. They deal slash damage, so it can be very effective against groups of enemies. It can also be effective in damage enemies like the Big Striker and the Big Shooter. Mm -hmm. Be aware that if it is not placed low enough, a striker might be able to crawl under it. Freaky. Okay, so... Hmm. These uh these guys don't just run at you upright. They crawl on all fours sometimes. Hmm. Yeah, Worst nightmare. Kind of creepy, yeah, right? Yeah. Kind of like uh, the guys on DayZ do. They drop mm -hmm. down on all four and do that bear crawl roll kind to you. Do they really? Is that a new thing? Oh, yeah, they didn't. Yeah, yeah they, they just didn't updated to. Now them. they do. Yeah. They move around you. And they can jump over fences different. and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Like they I don't like it. come after you now. I don't like it. And they spawn in houses. They now wear survivor gear, so it's all... Throws you off all yeah. the time. Yeah. It's definitely well, not as... It's not as scary in the day because it's daisy. It's not meant to be real scary. But at night, the zombies have added a pretty big element, I would say. Mm -hmm. Right. We're used to it, right. you know, they... yeah, yeah, right. So we went through the Seafoam Launcher. We did the Bio Tracker, the Mind Developer. The last one, but certainly not the least, is the Sentry Gun. There's a, uh, is a Burst Sentry Gun and a Shotgun Sentry Gun. The burst sentry gun can aim for heads, and the shotgun sentry can kill enemies in one shot. Be aware that positioning uh, for the shotgun turret is very important and can make it either very strong or very weak. Mm. Additionally, you can get shot uh, by your own sentry gun if you stand between it and an enemy. Oh, nice. So you can take damage from the sentry gun. You don't want to okay. get in front of it, which I like that because yeah. sometimes it's so fake on these where you place a sentry mm -hmm. gun down and the bolt's just going around you. Um, but, uh, what I can imagine from the shotgun, uh, sentry, the a good place to probably place those would be in doorways because obviously the enemy has to come through that narrow doorway. Right. And in my mind, the shotgun needs to be closer to do more damage. 
Mm-hmm. Um, or whereas the uh, uh, the burst sentry gun, you could probably have a distance in a corner of a room or something like that, right. you know. Right. So those would be good placements of that. Um, and then last on this list of uh, useful tips or uh, just kind of our, our tricks here is uh, how to use the terminals. There's terminals in these games. Um, it shows some pictures on here. The terminal in GTFO is used to locate items around the map. Uh, there's only a, a few commands that you will use on the normal basis. Uh, list will show all items on the map. However, it will not tell you which zone it is in. Uh, if you want to search for one of those items, you can uh, use uh, Quiry, which tells you which zone an item is in. If you want to find all the items within a specific zone, you should use List Zone and then insert the number of the zone there. Okay. Um, be aware that if you only list the number of the zone uh, and not... Or, sorry. If you list only the number and uh, not the zone, uh, you will get anything with that number, such as boxes and IDs that aren't in the area. So I guess you have to put zone blah blah. blah. If you do, if you just do the number, it won't work. Zones, what you want to yeah. search for? Okay. Uh, pressing, cool. yeah, pressing the up arrow key will copy the command you just entered uh, back into the console. You can keep pressing up uh, to go back to previous commands before that. This can be very useful okay. when you don't want to re-enter command and you just want to change a small thing on the end, such as changing list zone 44 to list zone 43. Uh, personally, gotcha. these are the only commands I use. However, if you are looking for a more detailed guide, you should visit GT uh, or GTFO slash how to get uh, how to use the terminals. Yeah. So that's basically it. Um, this looks like a really fun game, guys. Uh, yeah. I'd love to play. Costs, no, we need I don't. Okay. I can yeah. get that information for you right now, though. Yeah, this sounds fun. We need to uh, get that early access uh, price before it goes up. Because it looks like, right. uh, from what I looked at, it looks really legit as far as it uh, doesn't look buggy. It already looks pretty uh, smooth. Right. From the gameplay I do. I definitely at. want to try this. I've seen people play it, and it looks really good. And I think it'd be really fun uh, to get our spook on. You oh, know, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So. Looks like a lot of fun. Looks like it'd be definitely entertaining to uh Oh, yeah. We've all been itching for watch. that the the new games the couple zombie games that are on their way the ones that the left for dead guys are developing mm-hmm. and then there's another one that a couple of the original left for dead guys are developing mm-hmm. and we've talked about those and it's kind of like i'd love to get my hands on something like that right now yeah right yeah right now so on um on steam it is running 10% off right now it's 31.49 okay and then I have a little website here that I probably won't plug, but it's a it's a, a discount website. Okay. And it's only like thirty cents cheaper on there, so it's okay. thirty one thirty three on there. So might as well grab it on Steam, guys. If I'm yeah. real honest with uh-huh. you. So. That's not bad. I, that's kind of the beauty nowadays of uh, of gaming. PC you know, gaming. We, we, yeah, that's true. <laughs> You're but, not gonna go but, find a new game and uh-uh. for PlayStation for thirty three dollars. That's better. true. That's be true. sixty bucks. Yeah. But I think that's the way gaming is going. I think consoles will take uh, will take some uh, some strategies from that. You know, but uh, that that is one thing. As a working dad, makes me happy as we can snag these 
20 and 30 dollar games that are still pretty good you know and enjoy playing right um, that's probably why we don't have as many triple a titles we play these days <laughs> <laughs> oh man sure. okay so i just pulled it up on here uh just so you're wondering how new the release of the game is december 9th was the early access initial okay. release well, there you go. There you yeah, go. So it's definitely pretty nice. So we're stuff. cutting edge tonight with. Uh, so with yeah, listen to that man. Already got getting you guys tips and tricks for a game yeah. that's not even, you know, yeah, it's like a I month, something old. Yeah. It seems it's like if it's a good game, that could almost like build a real following, like uh, Left 4 Dead did back in the day. Like I'm mm -hmm. kind of jacked up right now on that. It sounds really. <laughs> good. I think it is. I think it's going to be a good game. It. I would say it's it's kind of Left 4 Deadish, uh, but a lot more realistic and. Oh, it's its own thing completely. Some of those creatures yeah, kind of remind me of, uh, they kind of remind me of, um, oh, The Last of Us. Kind of. Yeah. Hmm. Kind yeah, of a mix of all vibe. the genres, maybe. Yeah. The, the whole jo zombies genre mm -hmm. as a whole. So, yeah. We'll have to uh, keep our finger on the pulse of that game and see how the how the community continues to react to that. Yep. Yeah, sure. right now on Steam, it's got a uh, 9 out of 10 rating by 7,000 people. That's good. That's really yeah, good. That's pretty good. Yeah. For a thirty dollar game. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Let's oh, give yeah. that a go, guys. <laughs> well, um, tonight I'm bringing you some some accessories, so let's nice. uh, let's get to that. Are ye scurvy dogs? Where's me Luca? Now it's time for some gadgets and gifts. Usually this segment we do uh, kind of comedy with this. Kind of go the, the funny route or the weird route, you know. Um, and then every once in a while we get some serious stuff in there. Well, tonight I went ahead and went full-blown serious. Um, oh. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but I did find some pretty cool little gadgets, uh, some things that I think we could use for gaming. Um, as dads, so uh, some of this is pretty interesting. So uh, the first item on the list that I saw um, was a, and I'm going to kill this name, it's the Stygianiforce, or Stygianiforce, or Stygianiforce uh, Professionals Kit. What this is, is a grip kit that you can get for your um, for your phone. And uh, it's that way you can kind of hold the phone um, as you would a controller, um, but you still play, um, your thumbs still play with the, uh, the screen of your phone. Um, and uh, the system itself comes with some uh, synthetic rubber um, coated uh, palm grips that you can <laughs> hang on to. It also has uh, vis viscosity elastic foam. Um, and then, and then here on the little video, you see a little guy, you can detach the kind of whatever, I guess has some fittings and stuff that you can do for some add-ons. Um, and it says down here on the imaging and stuff like that, uh, that overall it works with, uh, most, all the devices. Um, there's no remapping or third party apps that are required for this. You don't have to jailbreak your phone. It's literally a, a, a holder for your phone to play it, you know, like you would yeah. on a controller. Um, yeah, so to make that, it a lot more comfortable, really. Mm -hmm. You probably play a lot longer playing that. Yep. yep, and if you're looking on the live stream um, or if you want to go back and look at it, um, here are some examples of, uh, called, uh, I think that's maybe PUBG or, 
I don't know if that's PUBG, Call of Duty, what that is, but um, some examples of playing some shooters with this this product. Um, and the cool thing that I like, it looks like you can actually fit it to your phone. So if you have different size, maybe Android or um, an iPhone, doesn't matter. Right. This thing, you can actually loosen it up and size it out to um, what you need your uh, phone size to be for that. So um, definitely, okay, cool. definitely a cool little uh, item here. And this item on the website, on, on the, the uh, stygianaforce.com website, uh, it's priced right now at 40 bucks. Uh, the regular price is seventy dollars, um, and so that seems a little steep. Yeah, but I mean, if you play for a controller, you're gonna pay sixty bucks. So yeah, I mean, I, especially if you're a, a a primary mobile gamer, like you do a lot of mobile gaming, or you do maybe mobile gaming on stream. Yeah, I'd yeah, say, yeah, yeah. Then it's not really that bad. Like if you had a kid that just got Call of Duty on the phone for free, and that's all you can afford right now, then right. this might be the product for you just to help your kid out and you know now they feel like they're yeah playing the full-on game mm-hmm. um and so i'm going to spell that name out for uh for everybody in the audio podcast so they know uh, what it is it's spelt uh the company's name is spelt s-t-y-g-i-a-n force f-o-r-c-e so um yeah go visit their website check it out see if it's something that you want uh, i thought it looked pretty cool um another little uh little gadget um that i that i found is an ultimate all-in-one gaming key keyboard uh and it's uh it's by funyun team uh this is actually on indiegogo so it's kind of like a, a starter a bat like a you know it's just getting just getting its uh getting its feet, feet under on the it. ground yeah 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 and so by buying it, it's kind of like the whole early access thing. Um, gotcha. You're actually backing the product by um, okay. using the product type of deal. Um, but this is literally, I'll throw up a little picture here for you guys um, in the stream. This is an all-in-one um, gaming keyboard. Literally, it's a game controller, uh, a keyboard, a mouse. Uh, it has CSR high-fidelity audio. And it's all-in-one powerful ultra portable device as you see here you can plug your headphones into it um, to use it let's see if they have any other examples here's a a video of it I'll actually mute the the deal but uh, as you can see it has the analog stick um, for if you're moving around and um, things like that hmm. oh so, wow that's different yeah so it looks like it plugs into your system or into you know your phone um, however you want to do it so it's a little different from the last uh the last gadget a little more in depth has a lot of other so that i mean that's kind of replaced my situation with trying to use a um you said it can plug into your computer um that i'm not sure of uh, i know okay. i know you're gotcha. using it with your phone primarily is what it looks like um yeah, it looks like it's made to kind of be an all-in-one for your... I mean, for your I don't know why you would use that on the computer, right? Yeah, I don't... I tell you where I would give my money to is a gaming keyboard that you could plug your, um, like, uh, PlayStation Remote directly into. Yeah, yeah. Instead of having to take another port up on my computer, you know what I'm saying, that you could plug it into the keyboard and it would just... 
Yeah, I know. Cool. Oh, yeah. I know. That's like, what I was going with. This I thought this was something you could plug in and uh, use as a keyboard in your computer and also a gaming pad. So gotcha. But I gotcha, I got gotcha. I I like it for the I get it for the mobile for the phone. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so that's how that works. Um, I do know. I think uh, I know. Like the Razer keyboard, um, they have USB ports built into their keyboards. So you might check into those if you ever want to get one of those. They're a little more expensive, but they do come with like a USB port. Um, I think it just, I'm not sure how it would pick up the controller, but they do make some, some of the more higher end keyboards with that. Um, mm. Just so you know, on, on that little gadgetry. Um, so let's see. So we looked at that one. Um, I had another one, I think, on a phone. Maybe I didn't. Maybe that was, yeah, I guess that was it that, that I had as far as phone controllers go. Um, the next thing I, I searched up was Amazon. Um, we always like looking up Amazon for stuff, and I was like, do they have anything oh, yeah. useful towards gaming? And it turns out they do have some pretty cool uh, cool things um, that, you can, that you can do. So one of the things that I wanted to mention for our PlayStation pals out there or dads that have the PlayStation 4, you can get a real wood uh, frame, like a walnut color, mm-hmm. um, cover for your um, for your PlayStation. And this is by Toast, oh, wow. um, and it is priced at 60 bucks, but it's, uh, it's literally a visual for your PlayStation. Maybe you have an hmm. entertainment system that's built of wood, you know, that walnut, right. that walnut look to it. Well, you can do it. Um, it's a simple peel and stick adhesive backing, uh, made of real, it's a real wood cover made in the USA and it includes the full kit, uh, to wrap device. So, uh, so it's almost like a, like a D brand or something like that. It's a wrap, but it's made of wood. Yep. 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 Okay. okay. So, uh, you, can so it's actually hard. It's not just a sticker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I get you. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't know how I feel about spending $60 for a sticker. Yeah, but if it's got some no, type it's, it's texture to it, wood. it's actual yeah. wood. It's actual wood. It has you. adhesive on the back. That's okay. I yeah. can. So you can, I can ch- dig that. Yeah, you can choose from four natural materials. You got walnut, whitewashed ash, bamboo, and ebony. So uh, there you go. I like some ebony, like, please. Yeah, if you uh, if you feel like spicing <laughs> up the the PlayStation life before the next gen uh, comes out, then go for it. Spend your sixty bucks on Amazon, and uh, get you that fresh wood smell. You Did you show saying? us all the different colors on the on the stream? No, just the one. I'm, oh man, I'm, yeah, I'm cheap like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you're getting out of me, the disappointment. Hunter. Dang, <laughs> dang. Okay, I love it. So well, do I wouldn't we... get to see it till tomorrow anyway. So uh, that's true. Uh, do either one of you ever have issues? Uh, you're in a cold room playing a game, can't keep your hands warm. You ever have that issue? Most definitely. That's why me, I it's my feet. <laughs> there you go. Well, I'm here to let you guys know um, there is literally um, this thing that I found that's a must buy, in my uh, personal opinion. Okay. okay. So this, my friends, uh, is going to change the world, I feel like. Okay. okay it's a world changer. I'm yeah, ready. world I've changer. I've prepared myself mentally. Right here. And I'm throwing a video on the stream so you can check it out. Boom. Okay. There you go. You see the red lights. Um, this, my friends, 
is made by the company Invevo. Okay, and uh, they're oh, nice. all about that, all about that uh, premium performance. Okay, so you want warm hands? Well, they literally make a hand warmer for your Justin PC said, gaming needs. Justin said, "Normally my hands are sweating." Sweating. Well, that's because you're. Well, I'm you sitting know, here. I'm I'm sitting here waiting to see the video because it's really delayed compared to normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. You're see? talking about. Yeah, my hands are almost always hot. Actually, now that you're talking okay. about like while gaming, <laughs> like when I grab my keyboard, my mouse, my hands are kind of sweaty. Not mm-hmm. on my keyboard very much, but they're definitely not cold. But if I'm using a controller, my palms are sweaty for sure. Like I here's the thing: we off. got a little extra insulation on our hands. We're, I think this is <laughs> yeah, more for those guys that have I mean, like the ET hands. Or maybe you have to play I think in a this cold is for room. Cigarette smokers with poor circulation. <laughs> I mean, no. I, I don't think I ever have cold hands when I'm gaming. That's a pretty intense invention they made for that. Yeah. Just reach is... reach your you can reach your cigarette up through that little grate and light it. Yeah. This this my friends is a niche market as we would say. Um mm-hmm. when your adrenaline the, the concept is when your adrenaline gets going, when your body releases adrenaline, it's ready to get injured so it draws blood back from the peripherals, you know? Starts bringing oh, the blood okay. back to the heart, to the brain, to the all okay. that jazz. So their idea was, hey, when you're playing you need to keep them hands warm, keep that blood flowing, so you, uh, you know, you get more out of your gaming. So uh, maybe you do. Maybe it ups your performance, and you just don't know that you have maybe. low circulation. Now it was all good until I looked at the price tag. So this is going to be for our daddies that are doing well for themselves right now. Well, I'm maybe, telling you, I can tell by the, like that video that that thing is built. Yeah, like, this is high, high end. end. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can get this for one hundred and seventy nine dollars. Jeez. But it is, yeah, it's. Uh, it's I thought Inv- you were going to be higher, honestly. <laughs> it's the Invevo Heat Buff is the actual name of it, Heat Buff. Well, so, don't uh, use it with a laptop because you're always fighting <laughs> to keep your temps down on your laptop. <laughs> you, Last thing you, you want to do is run a heater on your keyboard. Oh, yeah, you will fry. <laughs> you will fry it all, baby. Oh, my goodness. I don't know if it'd work for a laptop anyways because it'd have to be like right at your chest going this way. Yeah. You'd be doing mm-hmm. this all the time and then burning yourself. Ah. Yeah. Well, those of yeah. you who aren't like the rest of us, and when you play video games, your hands are cold. No more waiting. Evavo is here. <laughs> hey, here's a big here's a big brain thought. Yeah. What if our hands are really getting so cold that they feel warm because of the air around us? Mm, there you go. Could be could Whoa. be very true. Whoa. Mind blown. Um, I do want to explain the sweat, but yeah. <laughs> what do... if never mind. That's not appropriate for the show. Okay, yeah, thank you. Um, but you should have Done that at your Roblox section. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would have been more appropriate there. Uh, I do want to make a disclaimer, though, guys. I have not used these products, nor do I endorse them as a, uh, you know, hey, it's a must-buy. I know I say that jokingly, but uh, do your research on these if you really are going to buy them. I've not used any mm-hmm. of these products, and they are not hey, sponsoring actually, the please, show. If you've ever played a video game and had cold hands, let us know. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just want to hear from one of you. Yeah, I'm very interested. I'm usually a, a sweaty gamer, so. Heck yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah I'm, me too. Yeah. And when the game gets more intense and my adrenaline's pumping, I'm frustrated because my hands are sweatier, usually. Mm-hmm. In fact, oh, if I'm not streaming while we're playing a game on here, like with the camera on me, I usually have my shirt off. So. Yeah. It's because mm. I'm Well, you should blooded. just have your shirt off anyways. Yeah, because I think yeah. we'd attract more fans. Let that man uh, fur fly, that. bro. 
Give me, you see, give me you like see all a these Twitch streamers with their booties hanging out. So, come on, man. Yeah. I mean, the real question is how much weight has Clint lost? Because me oh, and Hunter man. are both both doing well. I'm almost at eight pounds down. Nice. What are you, I'm are at you at Hunter, six, six really? pounds down. Yeah. I'm, uh-huh. I'm, I'm only five pounds down. And here's the thing, guys. I'd oh, be a so lot more all, down. That's good. You're smaller than me. Five for you is definitely, that's like 10 or 12 for me. I'm a huge, yeah. you know what I'm saying next. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Rowdy in the chat says he put that on my foot. Agreed, Rowdy. Whoa. But at that point, Rowdy, you could go down to Walmart and get you a $20 space heater. Well, but here's the thing. Here's the, here's the thing, though. You're running a it gaming PC. Like you don't want it to get as hot, and you need something that's just specific for that little tiny spot. Just for On your toes. feet. Hey, you know what? I just thought of it, guys. Space heaters Brace are very yourself. Small. Brace yourself. Socks. I hey, listen. I don't know if it's the diabetes, but sometimes with my socks, even yeah, it gets hey, cold. You put on some of them fleece lined house yeah, shoes, them furry socks, baby. Be sweating, socks. bro. Mm. I got some little suede fleece house shoes, like they're suede on the outside, look mm-hmm. like fake leather, like some old Indian moccasins. And then yeah, the inside right. is fleece, suede. I can't keep them on for more than ten minutes, man. It's just sweating. That the only reason I said get a space heater is because like from the video we saw of that last one, it didn't look like it'd be safe to put down on your carpet. Yeah, it did look a little risky. Not, yeah, yeah. I could little, see on a flat desk. Little tip over because it didn't look like there's much of a screen there. Yeah, picture yeah. you got it in this space, you know. And, and then, then it makes me wonder, like you're playing, your feet. you're playing, you get pissed, and then boom, you got burnt knuckles. Just, yeah, you know, fried wow. fried fingers. So I don't Actually, know. Maybe if that's maybe the case, it's... let's order it now. We got a lawsuit on our hands. You know. There you go. You can be the the subject, Ryan. All you right. got those guys out there Deal. that are punishing Boom. themselves. They're mm-hmm. like, I lost that match call duty, and they just hold their finger against it. Ah. Yes. Yep. <laughs> he won't uh, turn the heater up to ten. Hey, uh, another one, and this one's uh, aimed more at our Nintendo Switch players, Hunter. That's now you. That's me. Um, this one, I just, I was like, dude, if I had a Switch, I'd probably have to get this one for the aesthetic, you know, for the, for the, the style. And it is a, uh, let's see here. It's a red and blue overall Nintendo Switch case. It's a, it's a hard shell carry bag. Uh, it has all these little accessories, uh, Comes with um, a cover for your your actual Nintendo Switch, has a HDMI cable holder, um, places to put your Joy-Con grip. It's just this whole storage device, but it literally wraps up like uh, Super Mario's. Uh, oh my gosh! This amazing. is his um, overalls, and has the little looks like a little suspender, you know, for your your handle for the bag, and so you can mm-hmm. carry up to I think ten games on this. You put 10 games in the case. So, I mean, there you go. You got your whole kit right there. Uh, okay, small. So I think I need to be marketing for these guys, you know. Like like I said, if, if Crash Bandicoot comes to the uh, to uh, Smash Bros, he needs to say, wow, when he dies, right? Right. This, mm-hmm. when you zip this thing up, if it does not say, here we go, I don't want it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. Has like a little like, trigger yeah. on it. Ding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As soon as I zip this thing up, it needs to get me hyped. Now, uh, this is uh, thirty-nine bucks on Amazon, and it's rated at a at a four point seven out of five, and you've got seventy-eight ratings on that. They also have this little gem in Luigi colors. Mm -hmm. So if you're feeling the the bigger brother, 
you know, the taller brother. They also have a, a miniature version of that if you're not, uh, you don't have all the money that just mm-hmm. that just fits the switch and protects it, but not really mm-hmm. have any extras. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's only that thirteen dollars. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, boom. So there you go. Get your uh, get your Nintendo Switch case on. That's one thing I got to say about the Nintendo community, man. They're just so into their games. Mm-hmm. They to are. the to the you know, and so it just always has this awesome community support for creative ideas. Well, like here's that. the thing: they've stuck to what they know, and yeah. you go to a PlayStation, and it's always evolving, and there's new games that are hyped up, you know, and there's not like like the other day we kept saying like when we bring up Crash Bandicoot or something like, in that PlayStation. Well, no, right. not really, yep. but it was on PlayStation. Nintendo, right. it's like Mario is Nintendo. Yeah, it's like it's Mario right. will never leave so, unless they yeah, go out of business. Right. Yeah. So that's just yeah, they built same thing a with Zelda and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. it's synonymous with the Nintendo. Mm-hmm. But I think that's good. That gives you know Nintendo, uh, and that's the thing about Nintendo. They have identity. That's that's why they still have a market for yeah. sure. Right. Yeah. And I still have feels for them, even though I haven't played any of their products in the last right. Well, you need what, to come 10 over ten years. I don't have uh, all I have is that workout game right now. Honestly, <laughs> that's okay. Need to get so, my workout on. Yeah, heck yeah, he does. We need to get Smash Bros though, or Mario Kart or something. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Hey, this next one uh, is also Nintendo Switch related, and this is going to hit both of you in the feels, both of you. It's pricey though. This one's uh, definitely pricey, but pretty good idea, um, especially if this is just version one. I don't know how many of these are out. But um, I thought it looked really neat, and it is a mini projector, an S1 mini projector for your Nintendo Switch, guys. So mm. you're somebody that's on the road a lot, um, you're in a place that doesn't have TVs that you can hook up to, um, or you know things like that, you can literally take this bad boy, uh, you, you take your Nintendo Switch, drop it into the projector, um, just like I guess you do the the base for your hookup mm-hmm. to your to your TV, um, and you literally put this bad boy on and it projects your game to nice. the wall, the screen, wherever you're at, mm. um, and it does this um, at the true. It says true 1280 by 720 high definition. So nice, um, yeah. Give you give you that uh, that ability to play. And it's uh, uh, it's instead of a 48 inch TV, it gives you kind of a comparison here. You can do up to a hundred inch or a hundred feet. Mm. So, um, hundred feet, hundred inch, hundred inch. Just sounds weird <laughs> saying it. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, it's also got a three hour ba- battery life, so you can get some gaming out of it as long as it's fully charged. Um, and it's literally plug and play. Um, the price tag on this one is 269 bucks. That's the only thing. Jeez. Yeah. So it's what do you guys think? Though. I mean, if it I does, would if invest it's got in good that. and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's got a good quality, I'd invest in it for sure. There's a lot of projectors you can buy out there that are just not... Not up to par? You have to have the... Yeah, the especially when it comes black. to those small, like, Pico projectors or pocket projectors. A lot yeah. of them are very, very dim. You got to be in a super, super mm-hmm. dark room for them to look any good at all. Gotcha. So this but is they do one. make some small ones that are laser powered, um, and not bulb powered, that project a, a, a decent picture nowadays. Yeah, I would say on something like this, they better be on point. 
Um, yeah. Or you're going to get trashed when it comes to gaming. Movies. What's the rating I can see on them it? Getting, getting, uh, this is just from their website. I can look oh, them okay. up on. I can look them up on Amazon, or one of you can. I think uh, the way the reason they get trashed is because it's not multi-purposed. It's yeah. You know yeah. On on this one, I was like uh, more into the idea of it. Um, right. I'm not sure how. Yeah, good it's a, the, I think the it's a great idea. Is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I like the idea of it. It takes that that switch to the next level. That's uh, what's right. going to be coming here in the I mean, future. Is like those. Uh, the foldable or rolling type screens, right? So you'll mm-hmm. be able to keep with you maybe a little 12-inch screen that just looks like a stick, right? Mm-hmm. And then you can pull the screen out on it and plug that into your phone or whatever. It'll be powered up by whatever device, right? So you can plug that into your uh, Switch and have yourself like a nice 12-inch screen that just sits wherever you're at to play it. I think mm-hmm. that's going to be something we're going to see here pretty soon, especially with all the... the uh, you know, because folding devices is becoming more mainstream now. Mm-hmm. You've got a couple big players like Samsung that have come out with screens that are rollable or bendable without damaging them. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to see some real big jobs yeah, in the next mind, couple man. years. Yeah. Yep. I don't get it. I just don't. I can't compute how that works. Yeah. Yeah. The technology we're we're going into is going to be crazy in another ten years. Well, they just build the they're building the circuit boards instead of into a hard base, right? Like we used to. They're building the circuit board into a silicone base. So all those little pixels and the stuff that's built into there can just move and just flex. Followed. There's no, they're not bound to one another. Then you think the screen itself is silicon? Yeah, the screen itself is a is a plastic base. Yeah, petroleum based product. I'm you would curious. think that that would lower your quality of the picture. Uh-huh. Like some blurriness. Uh, it probably does a little bit right now. I think yeah. on the like the Samsung Fold, I think it's. Not quite the quality of, say, like a note. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. But now, it is, you know. I'm, I'll be curious foldable. as to how long that, uh, that, uh, the structure of it holds up as far as, um, until it starts getting the crease and lines in it and things like that where it's, you can tell. You know what I mean? wonder how long mm-hmm. that lasts. Mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. Maybe like some dim pixels or bright pixels yeah. that are there where the fold is. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. First generations, we're going to have problems, but I think mm-hmm. it's exciting technology. Oh, yeah. Anything that uh, makes things more uh, mobile for us is a good thing, I think. Mm-hmm. So, But, yeah, that's pretty much all I had on gadgets and gifts as far as things that I found interesting. I did find some gaming chairs, but mm, I feel like that's something we can talk on on another, another night. Um, so, yeah. Why don't you find me a gaming chair? I need one. <laughs> oh, I need a gaming chair. This whole yeah. uh, computer chair I got's falling apart. I need a game, and that game is called Daisy. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, if you're listening to the stream or anything, uh, we are going to jump on Daisy after this. Shortly after, you can mm-hmm. find us on Twitch at the Delirious Dads Gaming Twitch page, yeah. and uh, check us out. Facebook and on Facebook, on Facebook, yeah, everywhere. YouTube. Yeah. Just not Mixer yet, but uh, that may yeah. be down the pike. Yep. Now that now we know they're signing con- big big money contracts, you know, Delirious <laughs> Dads need some work, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I would split ten million three ways, no problem. Yeah. Yep. Sixty. You know, twenty twenty. I'd do it. There you go. Sweet. I love that. I didn't know you was gonna <laughs> give me sixty. I appreciate it, bro. Oh, I That's like real that. nice of you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, guys. Uh, if you if you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to like and share us on Facebook. 
Um, give us a rating or review on iTunes or Google Play. Um, and just subscribe to us. That's the biggest deal. If you subscribe, that looks good too. Um, we just appreciate everybody supporting us. Uh, and then check us out on our Patreon if you want to support us with your green. We're over on oh, Patreon yeah. uh, slash Delirious Dads Gaming. So. Yep. We're, we're constantly working on making everything sound better and work better and run smoother. And we want to put out more content, too, in between our podcasts, little videos and different things like that. And all that takes time and, uh, and money to put oh, out yeah. high-quality stuff. We don't want to just put out junk. We care about what we're putting out for you guys. So we appreciate right. your, uh, your input, and we also appreciate your help. Yep. And then Hunter's workout update, he's still doing it. Things are just running a little slow right yes, now. Yes, they are. Hey, let me give you the update from me instead of Clinton so you okay, get the full story. Good. Um, <laughs> I am going to start running with Clinton for one. Let's mm -hmm. keep him accountable right now. We're going to start running twice a week. Um, this workout, just a quick overview of it is good on the switch. I will tell you, I'd give it a 10 out of 10. And if you're really getting on there and busting it, it's, it's making you work out and I'm not even on the highest difficulty. So, um, it, it makes me sweat. I've lost six pounds just by changing my eating a little bit and doing that workout and I haven't been nice. consistent. I maybe been doing it two or three nights a week when I really wanted to be doing it every night uh, for you guys. But listen, guys, it's just unrealistic. I mean, <laughs> with the new uh, I can hard. I can tell you uh, I'm gonna do that. But with my kid right now and how much I'm uh, committed to the church and coaching and in between all that stuff, it's just not gonna happen. I got to cook my wife dinner some nights, and you know it just. By the time I get, uh, there's always free time in the nights, but sometimes that comes at nine o'clock, and I'm not gonna be running in the front room when my kids asleep. I'm not he's gonna, taking that he, risk. He's gonna be running on yeah. Day Z, guys. Not so, in real life. anyways, all I have to say is hey, I'm continuing. We continue do have an angry it. viewer on here. Yeah, I saw he's that. He's saying that he was told by Clint that we were not going to be gaming tonight. Maybe he was gonna play with us, uh, but he's raging. He's raging on there. Justin, you've known Clinton longer than I have, and if you don't know that he's a liar, then I don't know what to tell you. That's <laughs> oh on gosh. you. Hey, he's he's uh, staying delirious. Stay dadding. And stay gaming. This has been a Delirious Dads production. For more information about the show, visit our website at www.deliriousdadsgaming.com. You can also find us on facebook.com slash deliriousdadsgaming, twitch.tv, and YouTube. Make sure you like and share our pages to help us grow the channel. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please leave a rating and review if you enjoy the show. Thank you again for listening, and we hope to see you next time.